Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. Summer has kicked in. July has been wonderful so far. Not too much heat. Little 90-degree dip uh, or spike here and there, but for the most part, uh, ideal conditions. Yes, are you plotting July, summer weather? I will. Just giving you the golf clap. Yes. Nope, was able to get out to, uh, out to Forest Hills a couple of times earlier this week. One horrific round, one more appropriate round. What made it so horrific? Uh, just no feel. You could tell I hadn't played for a little while. Mm. No touch around the greens. What are you doing for your core? Uh-huh. What are you doing for your core strength? Uh, not the right things. Well, that's what you have to start doing. What you want to do is go on Amazon and buy yourself an yeah. ab roller. Yeah, and that's not what I want to do. Why? Uh, no, I just. Oh, okay. It, I just. It seems like you wanted to get yeah. better at golf, so I was trying to help you. I do, uh, but some of it was just rust. So okay, and then no, uh, that's cool if that's what you think. So yeah, no, it was because the next day I went right back out, fired an eighty-five. We nice. cut down on the three putts. We cut down on the double bogeys. And that's probably where I should be right now. What's your favorite part of that course? Um, favorite part out there? Probably. I, I think mean, you the can most, pick anything, honestly. Yeah. Well, I know. I you don't have to the be most fun is probably the the early stretch on the back nine. Um, there's some scorable holes, mm. uh, even for you know duffers and. Uh, so the little par three at 11, elevated tee over a pond and a bunker, and then uh, a short par five, another par three, and a short par four. So, um, you know, you really have a chance to kind of open things up and, and let it go. The toughest part of the course, I think, is uh, the middle of the front nine, four, five, and six. You have mm. a 210-yard par three, uh, a big dog leg left, 420-yard par four, and then a double breaker 525 yard par five. So that's where, that's where that course, if you can't hit it, if you can't control your tee shots, then you're, you're piling up some strokes there pretty quick. So, uh, you know, the re I, I wanted to ask you that pretty broad and vague question just because I was hoping you would talk about the, the beauty 
of the golf course. Just because I've been watching the Open very yes. um, well, the great thing know, is minute by minute. And well, it's the, called Forest Hills for a reason. There's big, giant. Yeah. Uh, the Open is beautiful. The it's a open, beautiful landscape. It's a beautiful landscape, totally different from Forest Hills. But uh, right now, the weather, the greens are uh, in perfect shape. The fairways have never been better. Uh, they're lush, but they're tight. So you got a little ground underneath you. You can take a divot, and you're not going to chunk it. So, uh, so yeah, head on out there. You never know when I'm just going to wander up and join your group playing you in the afternoon. That? Yeah, oh. it's a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Obviously, the Open Championship, the uh, final group today has just started. Uh, it's a it's a, a dual cam final group. Cameron Smith with the lead at 13 under. Cameron Young, the American rookie on the PGA Tour, at 11 under. Right behind him is Rory, or in front of him is Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland. Uh, you have Scotty Scheffler and Dustin Johnson. So you've got uh, you've you've got some bombers out there. The wind, the conditions aren't uh, what we have seen. Those horrific uh, conditions of raining sideways and wind blowing 25 miles an hour. There's a steady breeze uh, around 10 miles an hour, gusts up around 15, but it's warm. It's over 70 degrees right there right now. Sucks moisture out of the greens. Yeah. It's doing that, too. It is dry. It is baked out. You are getting some rolls. So the trick is to uh, be able to control those shots, understand what uh, what the ground is going to do, what the lay of the land, where it's going to take it, um, and then uh, being able to uh, make some birdie putts. It's going to be a putting contest here today. But it is moving day. We've already seen a 65, a 765, a couple of 666s. And so uh, guys can go low, and the question is, who can really go low among these last four or five groups today, put themselves in position uh, to hoist the Claret Jug on Sunday? Uh, now, I did see a photo of which I'm sure that there will be a lot of Tiger talk, as he's not playing today, but we're going to talk about it. Yeah, but. there's three main storylines out yeah. of this is, you know, the guys at the top of the leaderboard, mm. uh, Cam Smith, Victor Hovland, uh, Cameron Young, is somebody going to win their first major yeah. of their careers and do it at the old course um, in its 150th anniversary? Yeah. Has Tiger Woods played his last? Well, he's it's not coming back to St. Andrews for eight years in the rotation, so he's already he's doubtful he's going to be back there and play at St. Andrews, his favorite course. But is he really done being competitive at majors after what we saw? And it might be the last time we see him this year. Now, did you see on Twitter the photo of him and John Daly having a coup d'etat on the course and Daly holding a cigarette <laughs> with his big, fat stomach protruding out and I his white that. beard with his sunglasses on? And he's about to take a drag, and Woods is just sitting there talking to him. Yeah. But you you got to look that photo up. It I'll is, see if we can find that. Well, they had the big champions yeah. uh, uh, celebration prior to it. So on Tuesday and Wednesday, um, everybody was there except Greg Norman. Um, you know, all the past winners at St. Andrews that are still alive. So John Daly being one of those and Gary Player, Somehow. Jack Nicholas, And yeah, I he's he's got those Keith Richards genes. Uh, it's it's really remarkable. But. Um, so I think yeah, the one thing they talk about with John Daly, cause you know, people say this about like Keith Richards. So I would say Keith Richards probably takes a little bit better care of himself now. Not to say that he doesn't. Well, he didn't for drink. like 45 years. Right. But like, I love it when people point that out with John Daly, they're like, yeah, I mean, he's still alive. I, I would like you to just invite yourself to try to be John Daly for no. one day. 
He's still alive. He's still but alive. That guy and is it's in amazing. constant pain. I am yeah. guaranteeing you that. It's in His constant knees pain. Are done. He after he eats something, heartburn is ninety nine point nine percent expected. No matter what, it could be broccoli, and his, his <laughs> chest would be a friggin' furnace. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I mean, he's alive, but uh, that guy's miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was he was enjoying it as well. Uh, the third storyline, of course, is uh, several of the guys that have been playing on the Live Tour have been very successful. Dustin Johnson among those. Cameron Smith now with a bogey on number one. So uh, he's uh, given up half his lead over Cameron Young and making things interesting. But Dustin Johnson with a couple of birdies early. Smith's got some shirt on. And, uh, yeah, Cam, Cam's an interesting cat uh, known for the mullet. Mm. And uh, out of Australia, we'll hear uh, from some of the second round uh, leaders, guys atop the leaderboard as well. And then our good buddy, Jeff Shane, kind enough to join us. He's uh, hanging out in the uh, Arizona desert, trying not to sizzle like a uh, egg on the sidewalk uh, there. He gave up the uh, the sauna that is central Florida this time of year for the easy bake oven that is Arizona this time of year. Mm. But he's going to hop on at 830, get his perspective on what we're watching here. Uh, have we truly seen the last of Tiger uh, being competitive uh, at the highest level? And uh, what do we make of these live guys? Is there going to be some sort of detente? Are they going to figure out a way to coexist uh, in the future? And uh, Tiger is indicating maybe the governing bodies of the majors might change their tune on allowing live golfers in. I think it all will come down to one thing, and I don't know when it's going to be determined, I would assume, here in the not-too-distant future. So lots to cover here, but it's mostly centered around the 150th Open Championship. Uh, some of the other tours are in action today, so let's get started by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Corn Ferry Tour is in action. Uh, they've only got uh, three more events before they get uh, down to awarding the first 25 uh, PGA Tour cards for next season. And this week, they are playing... The Memorial Health Championship, Panther Creek Country Club. They are in Springfield, Illinois. Rookie Austin Eckrote is your leader at 14 under par. One shot clear of Patrick Newcomb, Michael Kim, uh, back at 12 under. Uh, but Eckrote, his first 36-hole lead since he has come on. Uh, he had conditional status uh, just to start the season, but he's played his way into contention. Needs a victory to vault up into uh, closer to the top 25 uh, before they get going there. And so we will uh, keep an eye on that. Cole Hammer, which is one of the greatest names uh, for golf, uh, the uh, rookie just done at the University of Texas. This is just his third event. He's tied for fourth at 11 under par, seeing if he can get a win and uh, take a, a beeline for the PGA Tour. The alternate PGA Tour event is in Truckee, California. Tahoe Mountain Club, the Barracuda Championship. They are using the modified Stableford scoring system, so they get points 
Uh, plus is good. Ches Revy is your leader, plus 28 right now. Uh, Mark Hubbard, Henrik Norlander at 25 points. Kevin Tway at 21. Maverick McNeely at 19. And this is important for guys that are looking for FedEx Cup status because there's only three events after the Open Championship to get into the top 125 and uh, have a chance to play for the big money and keep your tour card for next season. And uh, coverage will continue this afternoon. This will be on Golf Channel 3 o'clock this afternoon today and tomorrow. So once the uh, Open Championship is over for the day, you can flip on over and uh, get a look at that. The LPGA Tour, after a couple weeks off, uh, they are in action. They are at the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational in Midland Country Club, Midland, Michigan. Uh, the team event that is on the tour, a lot of fun. So they play uh, alternate shot on the first two rounds. Uh, today is the fourth round. This was a Wednesday to Saturday because they are headed across the pond. They will have the uh, Monday Evian Championship, uh, the third major of the season in France next week and then get ready for the AIG Women's Open in a couple of weeks uh, in Scotland. So uh, they will finish up today. But Jennifer Cupcho and Lizette Salas teamed up, and they have been uh, dominant. They tied the uh, 18-hole record for low score in alternate shot of 64 to take a four-shot lead over Matilda Castron and Kelly Tan. Cupcho with a win would be the first player this season to notch three victories. Lizette Salas looking for her first victory on the LPGA Tour since 2014 and they will have a healthy lead they are playing four ball best ball today and so uh, golf channel uh, actually cbs picking up coverage for you today this afternoon so the leaders teeing off um here shortly um around uh it'll be it'll be 12 or uh, 10 40 uh local time here to watch them get going but uh, Jennifer Cupcho with a victory probably puts uh, a big lock on player of the year uh, potentially she's number two in the race to the CME could take over the lead there and uh, so but it's a lot of fun uh, the ladies uh, having fun uh, teaming up it's a good loose event uh, get the rust off before they head over and start uh, start going for a couple of majors in three weeks. And that brings us back to the Open Championship. Cameron Smith, we mentioned a bogey. Dustin Johnson has it going early. He's two under through three holes. And uh, after making the jump to the Live Tour, uh, boy, there's a lot of sentiment that the RNA and the PGA Tour would love to see somebody like Cameron Smith, Rory McIlroy, uh, Scotty Scheffler get the victory and hoist the Claret Jug. Um, if Dustin Johnson's able to do it, he gets the big exemptions. Uh, he, now, he's one of the guys that resigned his PGA Tour uh, membership. So he's not trying. He's more than happy to play the live tour, uh, play in the majors, and we'll see what happens with the WGC or the world golf rankings, if they will allow the live events to have world golf point rankings, uh, they have submitted their request to do so. Not sure how long that process takes. We'll uh, probably have a little better idea, but boy, it would sure give some credence uh, to the live tour to see Dustin Johnson uh, hoist the Claret jug. He hasn't won since he won that uh, COVID delayed masters in November of 
2020. So it's been almost 30 events now since he has uh, won. We'll hear from him uh, with some post-round audio as well. Cameron Young is at 11 under. He's playing in the final group. Roy McIlroy, Victor Hovland, both even through two. Tommy Fleetwood, we mentioned some guys that teed off earlier going low. He's five under through 16. Shane Lowry uh, had back-to-back uh, chip-ins for Eagles on nine and 10. He's at eight under. Xander Shoffley at eight under. Patrick Cantley at eight under. So if the leaders can't go, if conditions uh, change here this morning, the wind picks up or just the um, – they feel the nerves and the pressure a little bit of uh, potentially being in the lead at the Open Championship. We'll see how tight this leaderboard gets heading into the final round tomorrow. As always, your comments are welcome at 503-250-1088. And uh, do you got a winner? Who are you keeping your eyes on? Is it a big deal if Dustin Johnson wins? Uh, does that add some credence that the Live Tour is is legitimate, you know, worthy golf uh, in your minds, uh, all of those things are welcome as well. Again, Jeff Shane, our buddy uh, from the Village's Daily Sun out there in Central Florida, going to join us at 8.30, get his thoughts on uh, this Open Championship. And where Tiger goes from here, uh, is he done as a truly uh, threat to win a major? Those are the only events he cares about playing other than a couple, uh, his own, the Memorial uh, Tory Pines at Farmers, uh, the Farmers Insurance Classic. There's a few courses that he likes, but uh, will his body be able to recover now that he's essentially done playing? I don't expect to see him until maybe his Hero World, World Challenge, the event uh, that uh, supports his, he raises money for his foundation. That's a non-sanctioned tour event in November or December in the Bahamas. It's a team event. Um, he played with Charlie, I think, uh, in the last one. And so expect to see him there he's going to have a lot of time off to try and build more strength up in his leg and his back and see uh if he can regain a little bit more comfortable sp- uh swing as well as uh get more endurance uh, that he'll need just the physical stamina uh, muscular endurance to be able to trek around some of these courses for 72 holes uh, if he wants to play a little more he indicated as such we'll hear from him the ovation that he got at 18 recognizing most likely the last time he will play competitively at st andrews just getting going here it's golf in the northwest on 1080 the fan call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 820 here this morning, our buddy Jeff Shane, longtime golf writer out of Central Florida, now writing for the uh, Village's Daily Sun, going to join us, get his perspective on uh, everything we're witnessing at uh, the Open Championship. Tiger, a little nostalgic there, didn't make the cut. He had uh, uh, he had bad luck to start. He had a great drive on his very first hole on Thursday. It landed in a divot. And uh, knocked the second shot uh, into the little canal there and uh, double bogeyed. And it was uh, going south from there and just couldn't ever get it back with St. Andrews as playable as uh, we've seen it in quite a while. Victor Hovland knocking in a birdie on three. Rory McIlroy is uh, very close. Uh, Rory's got a bounce in his step. Uh, driving it well, uh, judging uh, his approach shots so far have been right on. If he can get the putter going, uh, he could be one to uh, to be right there and be in position to win another major. Uh, this is going to be exciting. Cameron Smith, though, now looking at a long birdie on two. Coverage uh, this morning, all morning and afternoon long, will be on NBC today and tomorrow. Early round coverage in the middle of the night if you either can't sleep or uh, want to uh, watch the early rounds. I think it starts at 2 in the morning uh, on USA Network. Let's hear from uh, some of the leaders. Uh, Cameron Young, probably the one uh, anonymous uh, player up there people haven't been too familiar with. Uh, a PGA Tour rookie won twice on the Corn Ferry Tour last year to earn his card, finishing in the uh, top 25. And uh, while he hasn't won yet, he has had five top three finishes so far this season. Uh, he was asked about leading after the first round. He fired an eight under 64. He hit all 18 greens in regulation in that opener. And uh, people expecting him, I don't know, to be more jubilant, more nervous, more something. Uh, but uh, he's got a little more uh, even keel to him. I'm not necessarily surprised, but I think 
I've been trying really hard to take it one day and one shot at a time. And I'm happy I shot 64. I'm happy that, as far as I know, I'm still leading the Open Championship. But it's not going to change how I feel an hour from now. And it, I mean, it might change how I feel on the first tee a little bit tomorrow, but I'll forget about it very quickly. And he did. He followed up that 64 with a 69. He's playing in the last group, two shots behind Cameron Smith to start. He's now one behind him and uh, just looks very comfortable with himself. Uh, His dad was a uh, uh, head director of golf uh, for a club up in uh, New York and uh, went to Wake Forest. Uh, Very decorated amateur. He was on a uh, U.S. Junior Ryder Cup team. Three-time All-ACC player at Wake Forest. Uh, Quickly got on and the Canadian Tour to the Corn Ferry Tour won twice there. So uh, he's had a lot of success early on and really is just a matter of time before he starts uh, getting victories on the PGA Tour. To do it at the home of golf at St. Andrews for your first one uh, might be asking a little too much, but he has that demeanor in the game uh, to be able to, to do that. Cameron Smith, though, Uh, has been knocking on the door, Uh, finally got some victories this year. He won at the players, trying to become the second player ever to win the players and the British Open. And the same year, Jack was the only other one to do it. Uh, He talked about uh, his second round 64 afterwards. I think just being patient, um, obviously got off to a really hot start and it's um, it's very easy to just keep going, getting on the front foot and, and maybe trying to hit some shots that are a little bit too aggressive, um, but just stay patient and hold some really nice putts. We actually probably played uh, maybe 16 holes into the wind today. We got out to the back and the wind switched around and um, yeah, so we were able to kind of land those shots into the green, maybe a little bit softer than, than the guys this morning, um, but the tee shots were a little bit harder. So we'll see. He made uh, a couple of ridiculously long putts <laughs> in that second round. And so uh, we'll see if if he's able to capture that magic again. As we said, bogeyed the first. So uh, if he's not holding 40, 50, 60 footers, don't expect him to shoot a 64. That becomes more like a 69, 68. And so does that allow other guys to come up and and catch up to him as the leaderboard condensing quickly here with the leaders in the opening holes? Uh, Victor Hovland is one of those guys right now. He's 11 under par. He's one off the lead with a birdie here early on. He's been struggling with some consistency off the tee, uh, but he seems to feel more comfortable that he's found something that he can at least trust and control, which you have to be able to do uh, with those winds shifting uh, constantly out at St. Andrews. Kind of felt fine um, you know, on the range and in the practice rounds before um, every tournament the last couple months, but it's in the tournament situation, I feel like I haven't, had a shot that I could really trust. You know, I feel like I could hit a halfway decent shot that could either curve left or it could curve right. And I feel like right now I'm, I'm kind of back to hitting that, um, you know, lower fade off the tee when um, I'm in a spot where I just got to hit the fairway. And that's really what these guys have to do. They have to pick out their target, knowing the undulations of the land and the link style courses. 
They got to find that target and be able to have a shot off the tee in order to hit it and know where it's going to be. You can still get a bad bounce, but uh, but yeah, knowing where that thing is going to end up and where it's going, so much different. Rory talked about how the conditions were different from round one to round two. Again, the winds have been benign compared to what we've seen in the past out there in Scotland. They've been um, at least consistent during the rounds in terms of speed they've been right there between i don't know 7 to 15 miles an hour so certainly something that the guys can handle but he talked about the shifting directions and what that does to you during a round a completely different golf course than the course we played yesterday with the wind switch you know playing the the first few holes sort of um down off the right uh and then the last few holes in off the left so just completely the opposite wind that we have than we had yesterday so at the start of the week, there was no way I would have hit driver on 13 and had to hit it there. See him driver on 15, you know, change your lines off tees um, coming down that those last few holes. So um, overall, yeah, I felt like it was a it was a good day. Um, you know, I, I, there was a couple of short putts there that I could have held and could have been a bit closer to the lead. But um, you know, two really really solid um, rounds to to open, and I'm really happy with that. And he is. He's had opportunities to make some birdies here in the opening couple of holes, and he hasn't found it. Uh, if he can get the putter dialed in, uh, Rory off the TT to green right now. Looks like he's ready to have a round. Uh, the other guy who's finally seeing the putter work for him that hasn't uh, been in contention much has been Dustin Johnson. And he talked about finally uh, finding a rhythm on the greens. The putter. Um, you know, I'm definitely starting to roll it a lot better and then, you know, drive it a little bit better too. So, you know, that's kind of been the, you know, what's kind of held me back a little bit from, you know, playing as good as I should um, over the last year. But um, like I said, it's gotten, it's gotten a lot better over the last couple months and, you know, just seeing a lot more consistency with shots and shot shapes. And he's 11 under right now. Birdie's on two and three. He's one off the lead. So Cameron Smith is your leader. And then you've got a, a three-way tie for second right now. Dustin Johnson, Victor Hovland, Cameron Young, all at 11 under. Rory is at 10 under, even through three. And that's uh, where things sit. Uh, we're going to hear from Dustin Johnson a little bit later. Uh, does it, the switch to the live, has that been a distraction to him at all? And then we'll uh, finish up with Tiger. Uh, talking about uh, his future, but want to bring in our buddy Jeff Shane. Uh, kind enough to join us. Uh, he uh, went from the sauna that is Central Florida to the uh, oven that is uh, the Arizona desert this time of year, but he's kind enough to hop on the line next. As we make the turn here, it's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 831 here this morning. Jason Swigard with you. Center and Saint to follow us. And then we got a little uh, Major League Baseball for you later this afternoon, 330. Uh, Giants and Brewers, I believe, is what's coming your way. Uh, no Sunday night baseball as uh, they hit the break. Uh, All-star break going to L.A. We'll have the home run derby and the all-star game for you Monday and Tuesday over on 910 ESPN Portland. But uh, right now, uh, I'm sure he's doing the same thing uh, as I am. He is uh, eyes glued to the early uh, leaders uh, playing the whole third round of the 150th Open Championship. It's our good friend Jeff Shane, longtime golf rider uh, out of Central Florida, now riding for the uh, Village's Daily Sun. But uh, understand you traded in the sauna of Central Florida for the Easy Bake Oven of the Arizona Desert. Uh, <laughs> you staying cool? Absolutely. I, I actually, I haven't grown up in Arizona. It's uh, it, it, it's all natural to me. What I have noticed over the years is after 20 years in Florida and dealing with temperatures, summer temperatures of, you know, 90 degrees and 72% humidity, I come home. There's no need to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, uh, yeah, hopefully it doesn't get, uh, we got a little of that Arizona heat last year. We had a weekend up here where it was 115 degrees in the Pacific Northwest, which was insane. That is insane for you guys. Yeah. So fortunately we've had ideal weather here for the last month. Everybody been getting out and, uh, but conditions ideal at the open, uh, this is as as benign as we've seen temperatures in the upper 60s, low 70s. The wind is uh, very tolerable uh, around 10 miles an hour. And so the question is, how low are these scores going to go by Sunday evening? Well, the, I think the real question that we're starting to face now, and you're starting to see it a little bit in this early rounds, is because there has been very little moisture. It did rain uh, what was it, early yesterday, uh, but this course is drying out, and now it's becoming very difficult to hold those greens. Everything seems to be running a little farther away. Can you negotiate that? How can you plot your way around? Uh, I would say that by the end of the tournament, we, we might see 20 under threatened, which would be in that record range. But uh, the beauty of the old course is that depending on the weather, different bunkers come into play. You still got to deal with the humps and the bumps and the undulations in the greens. And it's going to be the golfer that can adapt the best that winds up with the Claret Jug. Well, and, 
It certainly will be, and we're seeing uh, we're seeing some bombs. Victor Hovland just made a bomb to get in a tie for the lead with Cameron Smith. We've got a couple of uh, younger guys in Hovland and Smith and Cam Young looking for their uh, their first victories on the PGA Tour and having it be coming at a major. Then you've got uh, the big names like Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy. Uh, you throw in the uh, the live golf uh, element of it. Um, I think Sunday it would be fun if Dustin and Rory were paired together uh, in the second to last or the last group. How big a deal is it if Dustin Johnson uh, wins this and throws a monkey wrench into uh, what's been uh, causing angst all season long and <laughs> at the top of professional golf? Well, uh, if, if you like disruption, if you like uh, you know a little thorn in the side of your uh, establishment, then you you, you kind of I don't want to say you kind of root for it, but uh, the, it, it creates a little chaos. And I think what sometimes what we forget is that sometimes there are there are a number of big names that are playing the LIV golf now, and that doesn't mean that they've lost their talent. Uh, you know, Dustin Johnson is still a, a you know a prime major player we could still see you know Patrick Reed at at a major and and if Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau ever really get healthy and get their games back together there's some there are some good names up there and I was actually having this conversation with one of my family members uh, a few nights ago is you know what if uh, you know, what if Dustin Johnson or one of those guys wins a major? Does that make it any less legitimate? You've still beaten everybody on the PGA Tour that is playing the same major as you. And, uh, I, you know, I think it will be good, you know, a very good feather for, for the LIV Golf Tour, but I, I am sure that it will make Jay Monahan steam a little bit in his private room in Ponte Vedra. <laughs> Well, and you've you've been you're there in Central Florida, uh, close to, and you've covered uh, the tour for a number of years, and, and working out of Orlando and near that organization, uh, it's been very personal. I've, a lot of the press conferences for Jay Monahan, uh, it's been, uh, it's it's gotten under his skin. He's this is really personal for him. Uh, calling it defections and all sorts of other things. We've heard Rory soften up. Um, a little bit with some recent comments. I think the ones that got everybody's attention this past week was Tiger hinting that the governing bodies for the major tournaments may be revisiting. Will they rewrite how you can qualify for it to try to eliminate as best they can uh, the live golfers getting in? Is that something... Uh, when Tiger mentioned that, that some of these guys that are going, the youngsters going straight to it might not ever have the chance to play in it. Was that a jab at it or is that just Tiger being Tiger? I, I think that's, that's probably Tiger stating the reality of things as they stand now. And really the next, I think the next move in that, that whole rivalry um is what is the world golf rankings going to do? They rank every tour on the face of the planet right now, except LIV golf. Now, 
to say this one tour when we're doing, you know, some third rate tour in Asia and we're giving them, you know, small ranking points, but we're giving them ranking points to say that we're not going to recognize that tour at all. You're getting going to get lawyers involved. It's as simple as that. If the South African tour can get ranked and the Latin American tour can get ranked and PGA Tour China, whenever it starts up again, gets ranked and you don't choose to rank LIV golf, there are going to be lawyers involved in some court in London because I think that's where it's based. And you're going to see an even bigger fight with that. So I think that, I mean, if, if the world golf rankings want to go that direction, you know, they certainly can, but this, there are a lot of things I think that are going to go on in the next year, two years, three years that may wind up being settled with lawyers and judges. And it's simple restraint of trade and restraint of equal opportunities to earn points. Yeah. And we've already seen some of that. Uh, A few players, Ian Poulter and a couple others uh, were initially uh, not eligible for the the Genesis Scottish Open played the week before Uh, they got a restraining order in a uh, in a London court. Uh, There's still a hearing to come, but uh, they were allowed to play in that. Uh, what, and and you might know this having covered the, the tours for so long, are there specific criteria maybe that live golf either with the setup, uh, of just 54 hole tournaments, um, the, the depth of the field, the limited fields, those sorts of things that the world golf rankings would say the way that you've set this up doesn't allow us to, to include you. You need to be more of a traditional 72 hole. You need to have full fields. Or is it just a matter of them going through the process? We know they have an affiliation with the with the Asian tour um, to give them a little bit of credibility. But is there something in the setup of how the Live Golf Tour operates that the World Golf Rankings could point to and say this is different from how everybody else operates, and therefore we won't let you, we're we're not going to sanction you at this time. Well, it might be interesting to see how they uh, assess the 54 hole status. Um, But I think without having done a really deep dive into it, some of these lesser tours may not go a full 72 holes. And uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at is if you're recognizing these smaller tours that obviously don't have nearly the talent uh, that has been accumulated over the years and years and years that you get with a Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka and even a Bryson DeChambeau. How can you exclude a tour that has that kind of top 50 talent and still give ranking points to, you know, some kid coming out of, out of a division two school who's playing the Canadian tour for the first time. Um, I think that when it comes to size of fields, Don't forget that they give world ranking points to the Hero World Challenge, which is limited to 18 players. And that was a very specific negotiation between the Tiger Woods uh, Foundation and their group. How many players will it take to earn world ranking points out of this tournament? And the World world Golf Rankings say if you put 18 in there, we'll give you world ranking points. Mm. And so it's an 18-man tournament. Well, there's 30 additional players than that in an LIV golf event. And so I think size of field is going to be a very hard argument for the World Golf Rankings to make. 
Jeff Shane, our guest, uh, editor and uh, sports writer for the Village's Daily Sun out there in uh, Central Florida. You can follow him uh, at Jeff Shane, S-H-A-I-N, on uh, Twitter there. Uh, speaking of Tiger Woods, that was the other big storyline. Uh, so much made for him to be able to get out there and play this 150th Open at St. Andrews, where he won twice previously in his career. Uh, he had the worst break you could imagine off the first tee, landing in a divot. He chunked the second shot into the canal there around the first green, double bogeyed, and uh, it got worse from there. Indicated in his post-round comments that uh, with the not coming back around to St. Andrews for at least seven or eight years, doubtful uh, that he would be there for the next one. But uh, you've covered him for a long time. You've seen him in person. He looks like a shell of himself from simply just walking around. He can say he's you know, got enough to play, but it just doesn't look like he can be competitive anymore. And when all he wants to play in is the majors and a couple of select PGA tour events. Well, I think that we have to keep in mind that this is his first year of coming back out and trying to figure out how to negotiate uh, the limitations of his body with a limited schedule. He can't practice his way into contention. Uh, but I think that this was a very, very much a learning year for him. And obviously he had this event circled from the very beginning because he's right. You only get a chance to play St. Andrews a certain number of times. And he was able to get into decent preparation for Augusta National, the hardest walk on the PGA Tour, and managed to play four rounds. And that was great. But now to be able to duplicate that, he's kind of struggled with a shorter preparation time, one month for the PGA Championship, two months to get ready for this. And he's learning as he goes how much his body can take. He'll, he'll have to learn how to, when he can push it a little bit, when he can back off or needs to back off a little bit. He got to Scotland or the, the, the UK and played that JP McManus Pro-Am to kind of test himself. And then he went out and played some practice rounds or, or partial practice rounds on the old course as you need to do. And then he played uh, in that Challenge of Champions on Tuesday, and I think the number that they said is that before he teed off at for, for the first round of competitive golf at St. Andrews, he had played 57 holes of golf. That might have been a little much, but how do you know unless you push it a little bit and, and realize that, that that isn't necessarily going to work? And I think maybe that had its effect even on that first hole. Yeah, bad break, landing in the divot. But then when he hit the shot out of the divot, did he, did he give himself enough cushion to get over the burn with the wind the way it was? Was he a little fatigued? He only needed another five yards, right? So uh, you wonder if that was a situation. I think at a place like St. Andrews, he can, or most open championship courses, because they can't be extended, and they've always been kind to the older golfer. You know, Tom Watson is the obvious one, but don't forget even Greg Norman had the 54-hole lead at Burkdale the year before that, and Darren Clark won at 52 at St. or 42 at St. George's. 
so they've been those courses are kind to older golfers, and I think Tiger maybe exaggerates a little bit about when the uh, next Open will come to St. Andrews. The typical gap is between five and seven years. It was five years for a long time, and then they extended it to six to get the numbers to line up with the 150th Open, and then with the pandemic, everything pushed back a year. It became a seven-year gap. I don't think it'll be a seven-year gap. I think it will be closer to six years. Um, I was kind of extrapolating it for a column that is uh, that I'm writing for tomorrow morning, I would guess the next time it'll come to St. Andrews will be 2028. Tiger will be 53 after, or I'm sorry, 52 after that six-year gap. But I don't necessarily know that, that Tiger could not be competitive at 52, learning his body, learning how to deal with these rhythms. Ben Hogan, you know, is the obvious one. He was a little younger, but Ben Hogan managed to be able to put a, a schedule together, you know, in, and his body it was a, uh, you know, medicine couldn't, in those yeah. days, couldn't do as much to Ben's body as it, as it has done to save Tiger's body. So I don't want to close the door on that yet. I think that maybe there's one more decent chance at St. Andrews for Tiger at least to be able to walk across that Swilkin Bridge on Sunday and have a proper goodbye as opposed to walking off on a Friday uh, at age 46. I think he's got one more St. Andrews in him, if you ask me. Well, that would be uh, exciting and a thrill for everybody that's uh, followed his career. Uh, we're bunching up here at the top. Uh, we got Dustin Johnson, we Victor are. Hovland making birdies. Uh, Cameron Smith and Rory can't make birdies, even though they keep giving themselves opportunities. Who do you like to walk away with the Clara Jug on Sunday? Boy, that's a that's a hard one to to decipher right now. I think if I, I've been really impressed with Cameron Smith and his putting abilities, can he uh, can he make the adjustment? He is not to this point today. He's actually given one shot back to back to par, but um, uh, I, I think uh, he's got a good chance. Now we we're seeing Scheffler close in up there. We know he can win a major, and uh, he's one of the three hottest golfers on the planet, perhaps. I would not rule out Victor Hovland. And I, I, I mean, obviously he's playing well and he's made a couple of really long putts today. He's going to have to continue to do that. But I, I, there, maybe there's just a sense of, uh, a, a sense of, I don't know, uh, history or whatever with the 150th open that it would go to an international golfer that may come from a little bit different place than your United States or the UK or your typical uh, European countries to be able to take the claret jug back to Denmark or Norway, I'm sorry, to take the claret jug back to Norway, that would be kind of a uh, significant thing for the 150th Open. Well, it looks like it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a lot of fun. Always a lot of fun when our friend Jeff Shane takes a little time for us. We so appreciate it. Enjoy your time in Arizona. And uh, and we'll look forward to uh, to the column you're working on. Well, it sounds great. Uh, I appreciate it. The Villages Daily Sun dot com uh, is uh, where you can find it. And I will I will say that uh, we still value the the, uh, the the printed edition of the newspaper. So not everything goes on to the website, but. Uh, uh, 
it's a business model that, that works for us. We are now in the top 25 daily circulation newspapers in the United States. Oh, and for that. people to say that uh, a, a place like the villages is able to do that, uh, it was some really uh, uh, stunning and, and exciting news when we heard that a couple of weeks ago. That's fantastic. Well, enjoy the rest of your trip in uh, Arizona, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. Sounds great. Enjoy the weekend. All right, you too, Jeff, Shane there, our guest uh, with the Village's Daily Sun. So uh, it looks like it's going to be a shootout. Victor Hovland with another birdie. He's caught Cameron Smith. It's a tight leaderboard. We'll wrap things up. Our picks, uh, our pick for the uh, Claret Jug winner and a few more uh, final thoughts on Tiger and Dustin Johnson. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Our thanks again to Jeff Shane for taking a few minutes uh, to join us. Victor Hovland now three birdies in a row, just uh, a tap-in birdie at the par 5 fifth. He has grabbed the lead at 13 under par. And boy, he sure looks like he's got uh, his approaches dialed in. Uh, Rory McIlroy, another short birdie putt here on five. And he finally gets one to go, his first birdie of the day. So he is in the mix at 11 under as well. Should be tons of fun. Uh, before we get out, though, we've, we've mentioned Tiger. A lot of discussion. Is he done uh, at St. Andrews? This was his thoughts after his round. The, the elevation I got at, at 18 is something that I'll, I'll always remember. Um, just because I don't know if I'll ever um, be able to play another one again. So here. Um, future ones, yes, but I don't know if I'll be able to be around you know, for the next one. And Japanese fans are uh, worrying about your retirement. Uh, so can you give us a message and say no? Well, I'm not retiring from the game, but I just don't know if I will be physically able to play back here again when it comes back around. Uh, I'll play, be able to play future British Opens, uh, yes, but um, in eight years' time, uh, I doubt if I'll be, you know, competitive at, at this level. Um, it's it's a struggle just playing just the, the three events I played this year. Um, I mean, that in itself was something I'm very proud of. I was able to play these these three events considering what, what has transpired. So, um, you know, hopefully we do more hard work and um, give myself some more chances uh, next year to play a few more events. And I think he would like to play somewhere around eight to 10 events if he's able to get into 
Uh, he'll obviously always be able to play the Masters. So the question will be, will the Masters be his first events moving forward, or will he play? He loves Torrey Pines and the Farmers Insurance there. Uh, will he play an event somewhere in February, March, just to get out there? Or is the Masters the first time we'll see him? I think he's still going to want to play the Open Championships, uh, and then it'll be maybe determining he'll pick one or the other, the U.S. Open or the PGA Championship, depending on the course, uh, how much time he needs, where his body's at. Um, he loves playing um, Arnold's event. Uh, he really uh, loves playing Jack's event uh, at the Memorial, so he'll pick and choose. And uh, hopefully we don't see him until the Hero World Challenge and he just starts recovering for a couple more months. Uh, and there you go. Coverage, uh, NBC for you. KGW will have it this morning, tomorrow morning of this Open Championship. It's going to be a wild shootout today. I still have my eye on Rory McIlroy. If he can start uh, getting the putter to go, I think he might hold that claret jug on Sunday. Thanks to Jeff Shane, as always. Thanks to Will Darkins, uh, our producer here. Center and Saint up next. Talk to you next Saturday. I'm Jason. Hit him straight. If you've got a young golfer in the family, just somebody out there with a big wooden paddle and squishy. Trying to make things a little less penal not making it so penal for players <laughs> you know how easy i am yeah i know <laughs> pj's in europe uh oh it's such a clutch pickup dave <laughs> i know right i was worried we'd bring back the same team oh no i meant those blackout motorized shades mvp of the room blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds hard to install no it's easy even you could do it Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.